Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.ca. Coming up on BOC Live, Chris Walsh, the president and CEO of Marijuana Business Daily. We wanted to connect with him about their upcoming MJ BizCon in Las Vegas in October after a year hiatus for COVID. Chris Walsh, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Excited to talk uh, cannabis today. <laughs> I like talking cannabis. I like wearing cannabis. I like inhaling. I like uh, eating cannabis, all those things. But last time we sat down, it was not like this. We were in uh, just outside the trade show floor at MJ Biz, December 2019. Has anything happened since then? <laughs> not really. It's been kind of an uneventful uh, 14 months since then. <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to someone. Uh, it seems like both that was uh, a long time ago, and it, it kind of was, but also it seems like a decade ago because so much has changed. Um, Obviously, in the COVID in between, but in the cannabis world too, like, you know, New York, New Mexico, Virginia, a whole election where a bunch of states passed it, like, a lot really has happened between now and then. Absolutely. And, you know, for the cannabis industry, a lot of it's been good. Yeah. And, and, and in kind of a year where everything seemed to go off the rails in our, you know, people's personal lives and their emotions, I, I think... Uh, we kind of have this bastion of strength with the cannabis industry that we could fall back on and, and things have, uh, things have been looking promising. Turn, turns out people like cannabis, uh, in normal times and they really, really like cannabis when things are stressful or challenging or they have more time at home. Absolutely. Yep. And we saw that borne out in all the numbers for sales. Yeah. Yeah. It's really amazing. And, and I, maybe this is uh, part of the question is, you know, uh, in this era of you know uncertainty in all of our lives, uh, one certainty has been cannabis, but also the sky has not fallen because cannabis is legal, which I think has shown that, um, well, this is the question or the thesis, that states can do this. And, and really, there, there aren't, there, there, not only is there not political risk, there actually is political benefit to doing it. Yeah, and that's, that's been borne out over the last decade and I think really became even more apparent over the last year or two. Uh, you know, in every case we've seen states legalize medical or recreationals, what happens is over time they expand the programs, especially on the medical side. So all these, you know, proclamations six, seven years ago that, as you said, the sky was going to fall and society was going to crumble. Um, it, it may be crumbling for other reasons, but it's not because of marijuana, you know, maybe it's the glue that's holding some of it together, actually. But yeah, I mean, we've it, it, that's been fascinating to watch is, is there's resistance and there's these tight programs and we've got to be careful. And then you find a couple of years later, lawmakers, regulators, the public all wants the program expanded. So in every single case, you see beneficial steps, again, especially on the medical side, but also to recreational to kind of expand this out to more businesses, more players, more access, uh, more everything. And I think that, if anything, shows how much marijuana cannabis can bring to communities whether it's medical or recreational because if it wasn't i guarantee these lawmakers would not be expanding programs and and increasing access if there were a ton of negatives associated with it. yeah few people are as risk averse as elected officials 
Absolutely. Right. And, so, and, and when you see, you know, sort of uh, Senator Schumer and Senator Booker and, and uh, Senator Wyden, you know, really pushing this almost, um, they're not really taking shots at the White House, but they're also saying we don't really care what the White House says. Um, you know, that, that says to me, you know, uh, certainly on the Chuck Schumer, is, is a fairly risk averse guy. And there's lots of issues to talk about. And this is the one that he has sort of been really talking about or one of them. It really, it is a sea change. I worked on Capitol Hill in the late nineties. Nobody was talking like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know it's fascinating. It just, I, I think we've had this, you know these incremental steps over the years and, and you know, something happens and it's, it's a small development but it's all, um, when you put it all together it's got us where we are today where someone like Schumer has made this a big focus of his and continuously talks about it. It's not a side thing. You know, this is, seems to be one of his major initiatives. And uh, it's just, it's astounding how quickly this has all changed and how we're in a world where such a high ranking public official is not only saying, you know, they support aspects of this, but is actually pushing and championing it and carrying that banner uh, and trying to get through federal change. I, I just, I love to see it. You know, I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm also cautious being in this industry for a long time. You never you know, know what'll happen, but uh, it, it is like night and day to just even a few years ago. Yeah, it's, and it's great to sort of watch and, and sort of, well, more than watch, witness, but also have it be um, sort of core to the business, certainly. And, and actually I wanna sort of get to that because um, obviously, uh, MJ Biz is the sort of rock of the industry, the place everybody goes to, um, to, to find out what's happening. And, and obviously we sort of skipped a year on the MJ Biz conference, which uh, was, I mean, it obviously occurred online, but uh, was a gut punch to the sector who likes to congregate uh, because it's both important as an industry, but also it's good fun. Um, uh, talk a bit about where the planning is for this year, because um, I know there's lots of chatter online that does people, I'm not sure people are booking flights, but they should be uh, to Las Vegas for October. Am I wrong? Uh, you are not wrong. I mean, you know, we, we didn't know what was going to happen coming out of this. And you know, last year was really tough for us. We, uh, we weren't able to get together with the industry. We weren't able to host the gatherings that we feel and we've tried to develop over the years, really move it forward. And and help people get the connections they need and the education and, and the deal flow to be successful. So it was a blow to us not to be able to do that um, for the industry, but also for our business. You know, this, this was a brutal year when kind of the, the main uh, financial engine of your company just, you know, someone stole it overnight and you go out and there's nothing in the car anymore. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been a really difficult year for us uh, in general. And I know it has been for, for everyone in different ways. Um, so we weren't sure as we came out of this what the appetite would be, um, and and what we're finding now in the last couple of months as we've 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 got things moving on MJ BizCon in October is that you know the interest is high. I mean I, I've always felt this is an industry that really was fueled by personal connections. I think we all anyone in it realizes that, and while every other industry can say that to some degree too, there's another two or three levels of that in this industry, right? I mean this is. It really is fueled by connections and relationships and, and people build trust that way in this industry that is not as common in other industries. You know, getting to know someone, know what their intentions are, is a big part of doing deals in the industry and developing relationships. And so without um, the kind of in-person portion of that last year, I think we as an industry missed out 
on a lot of that. And, uh, and so we're seeing huge traction uh, on our show floor uh, with the number of exhibitors and everyone's eager to go. We're gonna launch reg open registration soon. And everything we're hearing is positive. Now, I'm sure you know, people are still feeling out the situation. So uh, you know, we're, we'll see what things look like in October, but we're 100% you know, confident we're gonna be able to host this uh, based on what we know now and that it's gonna be big and that it's gonna be buzzy and that it's gonna be the place where people gather again in the industry for a variety of reasons and that we can kind of bring everyone together. And I think this year is gonna be a milestone at MJ BizCon for everyone. Just like, here we are, we all made it through the pandemic. We're together again. We can celebrate what we've done and, and look forward and plan for what's next. And it's gonna take on added meaning after a year like we've all just experienced. Yeah, that and, you know, there are very few sectors, if any, where between the, you know, December of 2019 and October of 2021, um, you know, three, four, five billion dollar markets have come online, right? right. It's gonna be a, it's a different industry now than it was in 2019 notwithstanding COVID, like it, there are new markets and they are big and, and you're talking about the connections and, and those personal connections are, I think, what allows companies with um, you know, footprints in one state to make entry into others because they have these personal connections and because now many of them have track records, right? Track records of success, but sort of making those deeper connections, doing it geographically and then sort of countrywide is like, it's critical and it's critical right now. Yeah, and I think if if you went back to 2019 MJ BizCon and then like blacked out for you know almost two years, right? Which a, a lot of us wish we could have. Um, and then we we gather again at the end of the year, and as we know things now, you know, look at all, look at we can we can look back with more perspective and say, look at all that happened since we were together, right? You got these new markets. You've got a vice president now who has previously come out saying she's all for decrim. Uh, you've got Schumer, as we were just talking about, carrying that flag in the Capitol. Uh, and then who knows what will happen between now and October, too. Uh, you've got investors coming back into the fold, you know, new markets cropping up, momentum almost everywhere we look. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, for the last decade, I've prided myself and as a company, we pride ourselves on offering a realistic assessment of the industry. We don't try not to get caught up in the hype because it's really easy to do and everyone else is saying, oh, it's going to be multi-billion this and multi-billion that. But I have to say, honestly, I feel really, really optimistic about where the industry is going. And a lot of that's based on, you know, the, the developments we've just touched on. And the fact that, you know, um, cannabis held up so well during the pandemic, it was deemed essential, which we all know and have all talked about, which is another one of those milestone moments for the industry, right? Almost every business had to shut down in the country, if not the world. But hey, you know, uh, marijuana can stay open in many states, uh, marijuana stores, either medical or recreational. I mean, that's, that's significant, right? And, and it helped uh, prop up the industry and, and it continued to grow even through this devastating um, once in a, hopefully once in a lifetime type travesty that occurred in the world and, and our industry, the one that we're all helping build and have been for years and will be for years going forward uh, was resilient. And it's just, and, and everyone in it is. And so I'm really proud of, <laughs> proud of everyone, you know, for creating this industry that can thrive in a situation like we just went through. 
Yeah. And, and we, we've talked about it a lot with folks that, you know, other industries that don't currently always get slammed with new regulations, new roadblocks put ahead of them, maybe less resilient than cannabis, where it's like, oh, this major uh, earth changing event happened. Sure, we can deal with that. I mean, there yeah. were retailers here in Ontario that one day they were not allowed to take orders online or make deliveries. And the next day they absolutely were. And there were, you know, technology companies, payment services companies, web development companies that all of a sudden like sprung into action, say, we can get you up and online taking payments and delivery within the next 48 hours. And like, that is really a lot of lifting for a company. Most of them are, you know, six months old. Yeah. And I'd agree with that too. It's, it's, it's fascinating that the industry has so many challenges, as you mentioned, that it deals with every single day that other people don't deal with, right? So I think we're battle hardened, right? So when this giant storm came that we've never seen in our lifetimes, it was kind of like, all right, we're going to buckle down, put our heads down. We figured out many difficult situations before as an industry, and uh, we're going to get through it. And that's, exa that's exactly what happened. And I think the innovation, the quick thinking by businesses to adjust, um, these, are, these are things that are going to serve the industry and the people in it well down the road. Because... Um, you know, I, I, and, it, and it's, it's kind of a trial by fire thing for the industry, right? The industry is pretty new in the grand scheme of things anyway. And then it's hit with the worst imaginable situation. And it comes through with more or less flying colors relatively. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm hoping that this will make it even more resilient and even better and more innovative and more adaptable down the road. And we'll talk about it all in October in Las Vegas. What's better than Absolutely. that? <laughs> it's a good way to bookend uh, December 2019 and, and October 20, uh, 2021 with, uh, with, with a conference in, in October. Um, so you said uh, uh, general tickets will be, be on sale soon. We'll put obviously links to everywhere you can find all this stuff. Um, anything else we, we, are, we should be looking for from you guys? Well, you know, we're really, um, we're, we're putting a lot of our focus in making sure MJ BizCon is safe and that it's the celebration for the industry that it needs to be. So it is it is about business as it always is, but it's gonna have an added element of celebration. So we're, we're really focused with all the changes, making sure that people feel comfortable going, that it's safe for them. Um, and then just on MJ Biz Daily and Hemp Industry Daily, it's really continuing to serve the industry. One of the things I think we did relatively well um, throughout the pandemic was keeping uh, our, our reach into the industry and providing value uh, even though we as a business had very difficult times, uh, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to help the industry succeed and to, and to thrive. So we have other things we're working on to really get in closer touch with the industry to develop the types of information or data or networking it needs. So we have some other things we'll be launching in the coming months. Um, but really, it's, 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 it's diving into MJ BizCon and, and really chronicling and helping people analyze and make their businesses successful as we enter the next phase of cannabis, right? There's a lot of things changing right now, and there's a lot of things that are gonna change on the horizon. So that's, that's the other part of our focus is really honing in on that and figuring out how people can be successful as the industry change and as, as the um, considerations and keys to success change as well in the coming months and years, because they will. Yeah, it's funny. We're thinking about what's changed since you know the last MJ BizCon, but there's so much that could change between. We're sitting here in April and October. We could be talking about you know 400 different other things that'll be uh, different and really different and foundationally different between now and then. Which is why it's an exciting industry. Which is why MJ Biz plays this uh, absolutely critical role, and which why I think um, 
folks will be headed to, uh, will be getting their plans ready for October in Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, and sorry, my printer all of a sudden is making a lot of noise and chattering. For no now it's printing. <laughs> now it is, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but this is the fun of, of the work world we find ourselves in, right? At home, in our spare bedroom, my computer just printed some random thing while I'm uh, doing this podcast. Well, my, my, mine just finished printing grade one homework, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I should be I should be just in time and ready for this. Not for you though, right? No, no, I'm I'm through that. Well, okay. somewhat through it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chris, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Kudos to to getting through this, and we look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas in October. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You got it. That was Chris Walsh, the president and CEO of Marijuana Business Daily. If you like this podcast, please rate it and review it wherever you heard it. Thank you for joining us on B of C Live today. We're able to do what we do thanks to our ongoing partners, including Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Headset, Gallagher, and Torque and Mains.